1: The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems.
0: Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie
1: Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Friday. And of course, on Fridays, phone lines are wide open. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 Good to be back in the studio today. If you were listening yesterday, I was broadcasting live from Akron, where the Ohio Christian Alliance held their Freedom Banquet and uh, Candidates Forum. I was privileged to have two of the three Uh, Republican Senate candidates on the program yesterday. I hope you were able to hear them, hear their positions, their um, defense of their attack from their opponents. Um, The third candidate was a no-show. He wasn't really interested in being at the candidate forum or on my program. But two of the three... Uh, graciously gave me 30 minutes apiece. And uh, once again, I hope you were able to listen so that you can make an informed decision. Uh, I have no intention whatsoever of endorsing a candidate in the uh, Republican Senate primary. All three of them would be a wonderful, wonderful alternative to Sherrod Brown, any of the three. And in fact, I think all three would do a pretty good job. Um, I would not be, I would not be terribly disappointed with any of the uh, three. So whoever wins the uh, primary coming up for the Republican. Uh, Nomination to 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 be the Republican candidate for U.S. Senate, I would be pleased. I would be pleased. I don't think any of them are bad candidates. Yeah, I think two are better than the one. But uh, anyway, i have no, I, I have no intention of endorsing one of the candidates. And as I said, what a great improvement. Over Sherrod Brown. I've got a lot of updates today, a lot of news stories. I hope you can stick with me as long as possible. You may remember the name Dr. Johnson Varkey. Dr. Johnson Varkey uh, was a biology professor at Alamo Community College down in Texas. He was there for 20 years, had received a lot of awards, was very well-liked in the community, was well-liked on campus, and until this last academic year, was well-liked by students. Until he got a bunch of students in one of his biology classes who were far-left progressive. And this is a biology class, and Dr. Varney did the unthinkable. He actually taught biology. And when it got to men and women, he dared to say that sex and gender are determined by chromosomes, X and Y chromosomes. Well, that's what biologists have agreed on for years and years and years. That is settled science. Well, he had four students in his class that were offended because he said there are two genders, men and women. That's it. And whether you're a man or woman is determined by birth and your chromosomes and that is elementary biology. Well, Four students, uh, this goes back to November of 2022, Uh, four students walked out in protest, and they contacted the administration of Alamo Community College and said, we've got a religious kook, a religious fanatic in class, and he is teaching that sex and gender are binary. And he's not inclusive. And as a result, now that was November of 2022. In January of 2023, the college fired him. Yeah, the college fired him. They said, quote, this is from the administration, that they had received numerous complaints about his offensive, and unacceptable religious preaching in the classroom. Now, the school could not provide any proof of that other than the four students who walked out of class and said they were offended. They uh, provided no proof, no evidence whatsoever, of his religious beliefs being pushed in class, but they fired him anyway. Well, First Liberty, a fine Christian civil liberty organization, came to his defense, and I am very happy to announce that Alamo Community College has said, "Oops, yeah, we, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we, uh, we, we shouldn't have fired him," and uh, obviously they were afraid of a lawsuit. And it's pretty obvious they would have lost it because they just fired him because some radical students, you know, the inmates are running the asylum, folks, when it comes to schools and higher education. um. Anyway, uh, they have changed their mind. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the article that I have in front of me does not give any kind of financial uh decision that will be given to the professor, but he has been reinstated, and he will become a a professor on the staff of the college this coming fall. That is a great, great victory. It really is. We are really fortunate to have several Christian civil liberty organizations like First Liberty, uh, the ADF, obviously, the Alliance Defending Freedom, and uh, several others as well. So, good for Dr. Varney. He uh, stood up for his constitutional rights, and he stood up for truth. He stood up for truth, and uh, he won. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Dear, dear friends, some of you, a few of you will probably remember the case of John Freshwater, a teacher up in the Mount Vernon schools that was fired for basically having a Bible on the corner of his desk. Didn't open it, didn't read it, just had it there on the corner of his desk, and a student, a student, complained. That case was of particular interest to me because my oldest grandson was in the class when all of this supposedly happened. My grandson said, Mr. Freshwater never pushed his religion. He never did. But he was fired. Uh, He appealed, and sadly, and to this day, I do not understand why none of the Christian civil liberty organizations would take his case. Alliance Defending Freedom, First Liberty, he tried all of them. None of them would take his case. And uh, his firing stood. Good man. Good, good, good man. So anyway, uh, I'm grateful that this professor in Texas stood up, and he has been vindicated. Some good news out of Tennessee, yes. A new law was just signed into law by the governor, and it is indeed good news I'll pass that along to you when we return
0: talk radio that makes a difference makes a difference this is Bob Bernie live.
1: Uh, By the way, those of you who are fascinated with space, as I am, always have been. I've always been fascinated with space. America is on the moon for the first time in 50 years. Here's the crazy thing. 50 years have passed, and... This is not a government program. A private company, uh, a cooperative effort between SpaceX, Elon Musk Company, and another private space company that is partnering with NASA, um, landed a uh, an unmanned lander on the moon last evening. I think about six forty five p m it was supposed to land sometime around three o'clock yesterday afternoon eastern time uh they had some navigation issues that the uh time was pushed anyway it did land uh at first the signals were very very weak they weren't really sure whether it had survived whether it was upright or like the the japan the Japanese Lander did land on the moon upside down. Yeah, yeah. Millions and millions and millions of dollars spent, years and years and years of planning, and it lands upside down, which is just an indication of the technical challenges of a moon landing, uh, particularly unmanned. Anyway, this American company has successfully placed a lander on the moon. I've been checking all day long and uh, no real updates. Uh, They're saying it is on the moon, safely. They believe that it is upright. At first, the signals were very, very weak. Uh, The signals are now stronger. They are receiving information, telemetry, and so forth. And I am waiting for pictures. Uh, Plus... On the way down to the surface of the moon, it was supposed to eject two modules that would hit the surface of the moon, bounce around, and then with cameras, they were hoping that these ejected cameras would actually film the landing of the moon lander. I have not heard anything about those, which is strange. So anyway, we will... uh, We will know more. It's an enormous accomplishment. It is. It's an enormous accomplishment. So congratulations to all of those uh, that were involved. And also, congratulations to the governor and the legislature of the state of Kentucky. House Bill 878 has been signed into law by Republican Governor Bill Lee. What? What? does House Bill 878 do? It upholds the religious convictions of pastors or anyone who conducts weddings to not be forced to conduct a homosexual marriage. Uh, The bill reads, in part, a person shall not be required to solemnize a marriage if the person has an obligation to solemnizing the marriage based on the person's conscience or religious beliefs. Of course, left-wing legislators are going crazy, discrimination, hate et etc., etc., etc. The uh, bill was sponsored by Representative Monty Fritz, um, a Republican— and uh, he said, quote, As societal views change about what constitutes a marriage, officiants must be able to refuse to solemnize marriages that are contrary to their beliefs. The government has a responsibility to protect the exercise of religious beliefs. And in fact, that's exactly what Thomas Jefferson was making reference to when he wrote to a group of Baptists about the wall of separation of church and state, because most of you are smarter than the average bear, you realize those words are not in the Constitution. A group of Baptists when the when the uh, 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 the uh, constitutional convention was meeting. And uh, putting together the uh, Constitution of the United States, they were debating it and so forth, these Baptists wrote Thomas Jefferson and said, hey, we came here because of religious persecution in England. Can you assure us that the Constitution that you guys are putting together will assure us that the government will not interfere in our religious belief, our religious practices. As a result, Thomas Jefferson wrote a letter back to them and said, Hey, I assure you, with this Constitution in place, you can be absolutely assured the government will never tell you what to do, how to do it, what to believe, when to believe, because... We are establishing a wall of the separation of church and state. And the purpose of the wall was to keep the state, the government, out of the church. Somehow, the liberal left has interpreted it in exactly the opposite way. Yeah, all you have to do is read the correspondence... Between the Baptists and Thomas Jefferson, and you realize that the liberal progressive left not only has it wrong, they are interpreting the wall of the separation of church and state in exactly the opposite way that Thomas Jefferson intended. Good for Tennessee.